Welcome to the Half Yard Line. I am Luke. And I'm Tim. And welcome in to another in our off-season previews, team by team, ahead of free agency beginning in not too long. Now, Tim, we're nearing that uh, crazy period in the NFL calendar, and we've been going round the houses, speaking about every single NFL franchise. Today, we're going to talk about the Green Bay Packers of the NFC North. So we'll get into their off-season, which, uh, yeah, unremarkable. Not a lot to talk about. I'm sure it's a pretty uh, <laughs> vanilla podcast. Uh, but before we do that, we encourage you, as always, to follow us on the socials at Half Yard Line Pod. You can email us, halfyardlinepod at gmail.com. And we ask you to please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a rating and a review. Super helpful for us as we try and uh, grow the pod. Tell a friend, tell a relative, tell a particularly intelligent pet. Uh, help us spread the good word about the half yard line as we continue to roll through the off season. Today, going up to northern Wisconsin, a place that I visited just last year, Green Bay, by the lake. It's very cold. They've had two, three decades of excellent quarterback play. And Tim, this off season, maybe the end of that spell of remarkable QBing for the Packers. How did they fare a year ago? Uh, not great, Luke. They um had a a real <laughs> yeah, rough no, good summary. <laughs> real real rough start to this. Well, that's not true. They did start three and one, and then the wheels kind of fell off. Um, lost a ton of games in a row in the middle there. Uh, got on a little bit of a hot streak at the end of the season. Rogers had one of his patented "Everyone relax, it's going to be okay" speeches that he tends to give when they suck. Um. And they, they almost did. They lost in week 18 to the Lions in a game that um, really should have been winning in. But for Geno Montana and the Seahawks, unfortunately, uh, they had taken that spot for the, from the Lions because of the Lions playing week 16 and 17. So in any case, it was an interesting game. Great game if you're not a Packers fan. Everybody in the NFL was rooting for the Lions except Packers fans in that one. Um, Rodgers, obviously is the story, the offseason. Um, worth noting, he played for them last year, uh, and they weren't particularly good. So I'm not sure why he's as much of the story as he is, other than the fact, of course, that he's going to cost them about $9 bazillion on their salary cap, um, almost no matter what they do. So he has finished his darkness retreat. I will say I put this one off intentionally, kind of hoping there was some resolution. We could talk about what that resolution meant. Uh, if they cut Aaron Rodgers, he has a $99 million dead cap hit. So yeah, I, I think that was. Yeah, probably not on the table, <laughs> that one. I didn't have that on my list of things they could potentially do to just free up some roster space by carrying $100 million in cap. But even if they um, uh, were to trade him, so the signing bonus amortization comes back on the team. So they've got $24 million in the out years plus $12 million this year. So $36 million, as, as as I do my math, and again, we're not cap experts, but as I do my math, they got $36 million that they would have to eat if they trade him. Um, and so that I, I, he's only $31 million keeping him. So it's a very interesting conundrum for the Packers as they look to this. The Jets, of course, uh, are the team that everybody's talking about, maybe trading for him. Uh, if you trade for him, that's your blow it up, right? I mean, you're going to Jordan Love most likely, and, and you know, unless you trade him for Zach Wilson or something, um, you know, you're really running it back at that point. It's not a cap savings. It's going to be blow it all up and rebuild. And so it's it, that seems to me to be the big question of the offseason for the Packers: is it run it back or um, try to rebuild and blow it up? I don't know what your thoughts are on 
that narrative if that's the way you're thinking about it and if so how what your thoughts are yeah you're 100 right i mean the jets have been circling would be very funny for the packers to have this symmetry mentioned off the top that they've had this ridiculous run of hall of fame quarterback play the first one went thought about retiring didn't retire then went to the jets this one's thinking about retiring hasn't retired might go to the jets then he just has to play for the vikings after that and then we are properly into the twilight zone um Oh, he also has to send inappropriate pictures to yeah, uh, yeah, reporters yes. with the chat. I think Aaron Rodgers has more than covered his off-field controversy bucket, to be honest. But yeah, it would be, would be proper symmetry then. Yeah, I, I, I think with the Rodgers situation, I agree. It's hard to look beyond that. It's the dominant story for the Packers offseason, obviously. I think he's going to end up going back. That's my thought process they've done this dance a couple of times maybe he wants to be traded maybe he doesn't you mentioned the contractual and cap implications for the packers are hideous in pretty much any scenario the team wasn't particularly good last year you know middling with aaron Rodgers there now you could say well if you take aaron Rodgers out do you end up being you know a five-win team it's possible you drafted jordan love traded up to draft jordan love lest we forget a few years ago and it's fair to wonder if it's the idea is well at some point we have to give this kid a chance he's played some spot duty had his moments um i think if they're going to trade aaron Rodgers, you're, you're blowing up i mean there's no other way to look at that right You've, there's no other route to go down when you're eating that much money for a guy who's not going to play for you i am going to put my five dollars down and say aaron Rodgers plays for the packers again next year and then it's after this year he either retires or he moves on to a different team when the cap applications for the packers start to be a little bit more amenable i mean they got you can take about 24 25 million dollar dead cap here at the end of this upcoming season for to get rid of him which is somewhat in the realms of reasonableness especially as the cap continues to increase unless he's going to force through the trade i I don't see it happening the jets have said they're very optimistic about landing him i have question marks around that personally being that feasible but we'll see my gut feel is that he stays in green bay and if they get rid of him then it's yet blow up time Give it to Jordan Love. You've invested in him already. See what he's got. You've got Christian Watson. You've got Aaron Jones. See what happens. And then you worry about it the year after when some of the cap money starts to become available again post Rogers. But my thought process is he goes back to Green Bay. Yeah, I think that's right, Luke. He almost has to, in my view. Jets fans, um, and, and I would say Jets fans take solace in that fact. I don't think it would be a good outcome if they were to go get him. Um he is clearly at the end of his career. Does he give you one good year? I don't know. Uh, the Brett Favre thing didn't really work out for anybody who went and got him. Um, he was played better in Minnesota than he did in New York. Um, I, I just, I just don't see it. Frankly, I don't see him coming in there and and willing that team to uh, a Super Bowl win or anything like a la Peyton Manning in Denver. So I think that's right. That for me, I think that's that's enough on the Aaron Rodgers situation. I mean, at the end of the day, he's going to do what he's going to do. He's not going to retire. There's too much money available. Um, he's going to play somewhere. My guess is it's in Green Bay. Worth noting that there are 52 other guys who played on that team in this past year uh, that had an impact on the season. So just looking at their performance last year, middle of the road offensive team, um, middle of the road offense in rushing, middle of the road offense in passing, middle of the road offense in points scored. I mean, they were just about as bang average um, an offensive team as you could be on the defense side of the ball, had a really hard time stopping the run. Um, we're a bottom five defense and run stopping a little better um, against the pass, though one argues perhaps that's because they didn't teams didn't need to pass against them. Um, really a tale of of streaks for the team. Won three of their first four, like we mentioned earlier, then lost seven of their next eight. Um, 
that's not a great recipe uh, and you finish below 500 on the season. So certainly going to be looking to improve the roster. Uh, the big story last off season, of course, was letting Devonte Adams leave um, uh, on a trade. When I say letting him leave, they traded him away, um, which Aaron Rodgers was not a huge fan of, but they did it so they could afford to pay him the bazillion dollars he wanted. Yeah. And he even said, you know, I was aware before I resigned with Green Bay that the trade was likely going to happen. So he was disappointed to lose his best wide receiver by far. But at the same time, he went into it aware of the situation as far as uh, he's told us anyway, the general public. Yeah, no, that's right. Um, so, you know, it's it's interesting to see kind of how things pan out uh, in that respect. Do they... They did seem to find a little bit of wide receiver talent as the year went on. They were able to kind of move the ball down the field. Christian Watson looked absolutely electric when he was healthy. Um, spent missed a couple of games when he came back and was healthy. You know he was putting up crazy good numbers. You know became a target for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is notorious for not trusting young wide receivers. You got to prove to him you're going to catch the ball before he starts throwing it to you. Um, and he started to lean on Christian Watson, and that looked like a dynamic duo. So you know maybe the, you come out of that to the better uh, Devonte Adams, certainly an electric player had a great season down in Las Vegas. Uh, but if you can get a couple of assets for him, uh, you're able to keep your quarterback around for another year and then go find a kid in the draft uh, to kind of fill that role. Um, I thought that probably worked out well for them looking into this off season, you know, the Packers clearly have holes. Uh, they need to fill quarterback is the obvious question. The biggest question mark. We've already talked about that looking at other positions. So can you get somebody to pair with Christian Watson? They've kind of had that rotating wide receiver room for years now. Uh, can you find, you found one guy, one guy kind of gets others sometimes because having one good one takes the pressure off some of the others. So now that you got that one guy in place, are you able to kind of pair him with some com- comp- comparable talent, a lot of pressure on Rogers, um, and so that was the other area of need I had on offense was the tackle position specifically. Um, edge rushers Pete, coming in and, and getting those guys pretty good uh, last year. One of the worst pass one pass block win rates um, in the uh, excuse me in the NFL. We talked about having some challenges in the run defense last year. Ironically, I think I have edge rusher as my biggest defensive need. Uh, we've talked a lot about teams that need help in the running game, interior linebacker, interior defensive line, that kind of uh, nose tackle in the 3-4 or your interior tackles on the 4-3. There's been so much pressure in the NFL recently to generate pass rush that kind of that rush run defense has been a secondary thought. Uh, but the NFL is a passing league at the end of the day. And I think they need to solidify that edge rush position, make sure you're getting pressure on the quarterback. Um, and it, it helps your interior defense play a little better against the run. Um, so that's, that was the the, uh, the needs that I saw for the team, Luke. I don't know if you agree, disagree, or had other thoughts. No, I think you're, you're dead on. I mean, quarterback, you mentioned it, even if it's not Aaron Rodgers, it's Jordan Love. So you have a quarterback in place for next year and whoever that is, will need someone to protect them and someone to throw the ball to. So not a uh, complex uh, equation required on offense for the Packers you mentioned their success with Christian Watson you know big downfield fast type receiver dynamic with ball in hand maybe you look for a complimentary piece who's more of that crafty route runner type that you compare with him on the outside you know three agency market has got quite a few of those guys Jacoby Myers the biggest name probably that people will know he's a crafty get open specialist type guy might pair well with him and especially if it's going to be Rogers again you're more inclined to go with a veteran who can contribute right away the Packers I'm sure people are familiar with this. Don't draft wide receivers in the first round. You know, you've had Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, Greg Greg Jennings, Donald Driver, all these guys who they found in the last sort of 15 or so years who have been meaningful contributors. But with Rodgers presumably coming back, 
you will need someone who can contribute right away. And if it's Jordan Love, maybe you go in the draft and find that that complimentary piece. Tight end, Tonyan had that great year a couple of years ago. He's had injury problems since. He's a free agent, so you don't necessarily know if he's going to be back. And in terms of the free agents to be at the receiver position, it's Cobb and Lazard both who have, you know, Cobb wasn't exactly lining it up, but Lazard's always been that reliable secondary piece for Rodgers, but maybe you can look to improve there. The tackle position is interesting just because they gave that monster contract to Bakhtiari at left tackle, who, when healthy, has been one of the best LTs in the in the business, but he's not been healthy very much. So that contract, more and more of a millstone against the Packers' salary cap. They definitely could get some improvement there. They signed Elton, Elton, Elton Jenkins to an extension who's got that guard tackle flex, which is great, but you don't want to necessarily just rely on that. I would agree another tackle would be good. Pass rush, they've got Kenny Clark, who's great. Preston Smith can give you some production and he's a decent outside linebacker who can give you that. But another piece to add would be helpful. You know, they drafted Devontae Wyatt from Georgia. The hope is he gives you some interior rush as he grows into the league. Linebacker, they've got Devondre Campbell who had a down year, but you're tied to him with the contract. Uh, Quay Walker looked like a really, really exciting and good player when he wasn't being ejected from games. So hopefully he winds things in a little bit more. And I think between those positions, I agree with you, that should give you a really good uh, recipe because on the defensive backfield, you know, you've got Jair Alexander, you drafted um, corners high recently. Rasul Douglas has been a meaningful contributor to this team. So you're pretty well set there. Strengthening and, and providing a little bit more pressure on the quarterback should also help that group continue to improve. And I think those uh, those positions are the, the screaming areas of need as far as Green Bay is concerned. No, I think that's right. Um, and so the team does have a handful of what I will call key-ish free agents. I like to joke that you can't have too many key free agents on a team that didn't play particularly well because um, you need to be making some changes. <laughs> but, you know, Alan Lazard, yeah. uh, they don't have a lot of depth at the wide receiver position. That's a challenge. You certainly don't want to lose a guy who's been productive for you there. Randall Cobb is 150 years old. I think it's probably time. Um, he's a, I, I can't imagine they bring him back unless they bring Rodgers back and he really wants them to on some kind of veteran minimum because yeah, they insists, like partying around. Which is how they acquired him in the first place. Oh, yeah. 100%. He was, he was only traded for because Rodgers said it would make him less unhappy. Uh, you know, Jaron Reed has had some success for them in the defensive backfield. Uh, we, we love a good kicker free agent, Mason Crosby, this year on the chopping block if they don't get him re-signed. Yeah. Uh, they have two tight Another ends. one who needs to be, uh, yeah, uh, have his probably have his bones reheated because he's extremely old. Yeah, we talked about the tight end position being a position of need, and, and certainly free agency is a big part of that. Both Robert Tanyan, who has had some success, who looked good, um, and, and uh, Mercedes Lewis uh, being – on free agency, you're going to have to bring one or, or both of those guys back. Tanyan's obviously the priority. You'd like to keep him. Younger guy, had some success. Uh, you want to keep that. We talk about tight end being just such a, a nice safety valve to keep your offense moving down the field when you need a big four or five yards. Um, those were the the kind of key free agents that jumped off the page to me. Um, not a ton of other big names. You might say Adrian Amos, uh, again, in the backfield. They do have three safeties. Um, on the list this year so they are going to have to be cautious about the defensive backfield but other than the names we mentioned there n- none of these guys jump off at me as just absolute destruction if you were to lose them yeah the only one to be honest I actually had was was Amos I think if you lost everyone else on this list there's some continuity value in you know Mercedes Lewis and uh, Tonyan and Lazard and Cobb and Crosby but at the same time are any of those guys gonna be 
I always like to think of it as, are other teams going to go hell for leather to try and acquire these players? Nope. I don't think so. Mercedes Lewis is basically a sixth offensive lineman. He's 38. Um, he's not going to give you much pass catching productions, but right. he's a great blocker, and that's how he stuck around in the league forever. Um, Crosby, you can probably improve there, but he's been there forever, so he probably goes back unless he retires. Lazard, it's the relationship with Rogers, But Amos is the one guy on this list I can see other teams really trying to make a, a big play for. Has played very well there. Is a veteran quality safety, gives you ball production, gives you tackle production, is uh, an excellent safety, and it's a position which they can look to continue to have as a strength of this team. Mentioned the corners, but you've got Amos to... Uh, go in the backfield defensive backfield along with those corners and Darnell Savage so you look to try and keep that that unit strong especially if you add some pass rush on the front end the other interesting name is probably Keyshawn Nixon people may remember he had a couple of like big kick returns near the end of the year so maybe you bring him back kick return is not a huge priority these days but he gives you a little bit of spark maybe you look to deploy him a little bit more maybe even on offense you know like Jamal Agnew with the with the with the uh, Jags something you could potentially look at as a, a little spark plug. But Amos was the main one for me um, as they look to retain some of these guys. Yep. And then obviously, you know, the big domino to fall on Aaron Rodgers and, and what he ends up doing to their cap. But setting that aside for a minute, they come into the offseason and they got about $18 million in available cap space as they sit today. Um, you know, the free agents that we talked about are not going to be huge dollar free agents you know you're going to be able to structure those contracts i don't think the the ones that they want to retain are going to be meaningful so they are going to have some money not a ton of money but some money to go play in the free agency market um you know i think you'll probably see uh them target the offensive line a little bit in free agency if they can um you know i, I think they're going to free up a little bit more cap space talk about that a little bit i think david bakhtiari has got a six million dollar cap hit did not play well this past year in in my view i think he is a cut candidate to save them uh you know six or seven million dollars i think you can pair that with a little bit of the cap space they have now and go out and improve that position fairly substantially and whether you go to old man rogers or young man uh jordan love you're gonna need to protect that quarterback um so that's a position that i really feel like free agency is probably the the spot for them they ended up in the middle of the draft class so filling holes with your draft picks is going to be tougher they do have a bunch of picks um, they've got their first second third fourth and fifth they have an extra fifth and four sevenths um so we playing with value at the back half of the draft but none of those feel to me like you're going to get a top-notch tackle you know at 115 the top-notch guys tend to be off the board um so free agency for the tackle spot i think the draft for for me the draft is a defense heavy uh, for the Packers. I think they're going to spend a lot of these mid-round picks on defenders and try to see what sticks. Um, you're certainly not signing an entire draft. I mean, they got 10 picks. You're not going to sign 10 guys. So they're going to be able to throw some darts and see if they can't find some value in the back half of the draft. And for me, defensive side of the ball is where they're probably doing that. Yeah, agreed. I think as well, you look at the positions that they need. We mentioned adding an edge rusher. The one guy we didn't mention in that group is obviously Rashawn Gary, who's probably the best edge rusher that they have, and they're looking for someone to pair with him. Maybe that's something you look for in the draft. Edge rush is just such an expensive position in free Absolutely. agency, and we've spoken about some of the available guys on previous pods. It's not an overwhelming group. You know, maybe you make a play for Ngokwe or someone like that to add us to that third guy with Gary and Preston Smith. But realistically, I think draft is is a good uh, breeding ground or a good hunting ground i should say for for potential edge rush help or, or defensive help and i think that's that's the route they will go down but as you mentioned 
the domino to fall is Aaron Rodgers. How you construct this team offensively revolves around who the quarterback is. If the quarterback's Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love, maybe that's different. But in either case, the defense needs to be strong to either support Aaron Rodgers as you try and win one more with him under center or to give Jordan Love the help he needs as he grows into that role. So I think strategically from a draft standpoint, even if you change quarterbacks, the approach will likely be quite similar. Nope, I think that's right. And I think that largely does it for us here on the half yard line talking about the Green Bay Packers. You know, not the toughest division. Minnesota uh, certainly played well last year. Uh, not the toughest conference. If you can put some pieces in place, I think anybody in this conference can compete for a playoff spot. Chicago, obviously going to give them a run for their money with the number one overall pick and some assets to play with. Detroit, uh, we'll see. It was a fun team to watch last it's year. Detroit. Yeah, it was a fun team to watch I, last year. I can't year. say for sure they'll be good. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, you know, certainly opportunities here for the Packers to get it turned around. Uh, whichever way they take it, um, but it'll be interesting to see if it's reload or explode uh, for the Packers here as we move towards free agency. Please do check out the other 31 of these. We do have one for every team ahead of free agency, so really had fun putting these together. Hope you guys are enjoying listening to them. Would love to hear your feedback. Check us out on the socials at Half Yard Line Pod. You can use the email halfyardlinepod at gmail.com. Uh, but until next time, that'll do it. Hear us on the Half Yard Line. Talk to you soon. See ya. See ya.